Hey everybody, welcome back to the Liberty on Fire podcast. This is your host, Libertarian Tony. And so today, well, I still have my cold, so hopefully I won't cough too much during this episode. But today I wanted to go over the IG report by Michael Horowitz. So this obviously cannot be a comprehensive report, right? You got this uh, IG report by Horowitz, and there are, of course, some big takeaways and some things that are lacking. And I can't give you a full rundown of their report because it would take forever and then you'd fall asleep listening, and we don't want that, right? And remember, it's only the IG report, which is incomplete in some sense. The IG report looked into specifically the Department of Justice and the FBI involvement regarding this whole Russia collusion hoax thing, okay? And then the, uh, how the FISA warrants were obtained to start that whole spying on the Trump campaign. They do not have access to the intelligence agencies, and they do not have access to overseas individuals. That will come with the Bill Barr and John Durham report. And who knows when that will come out. My guess is that maybe in the next few months, probably coinciding with the Senate hearings for the Trump impeachment. I mean, this would be perfect timing for President Trump to have that piece of the puzzle released. At the same time, the Republicans are calling witnesses into the Senate trial. So the House will probably like officially impeach Trump. I'm not sure how many Democrats are going to jump ship and vote with the Republicans against impeachment, but there'll probably be a few. And the more Democrats who do that, the worse it will look for their party and their re-election chances next year. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that one. Anyway, back to this IG report. For the past two years, you've been hearing in the media and from losers like James Comey and Andrew McCabe saying that the FISA warrant had nothing or little to do with the information in the Steele dossier. Well, of course, those were all lies. Now, because we know from the IG report uh, details that the FISA warrant justification extensively used the Steele dossier material, despite what those media talking heads and Twitter liars and the so-called news outlets and the FBI leadership have been saying. Horowitz also identified some serious issues, and amongst them you know, are pretty important, I think, are the significant lack of vetting of documents and people. So what do you mean by that? Well, Christopher Steele was not thoroughly vetted, even though he had worked with the FBI before. Christopher Steele's sources, so, you know, they refer to these as subsources in the report on all this fake Russian stuff, they were not vetted either, and in some cases, not at all. So both Christopher Steele, the things he said in the report, the sources he used about this fake Russia collusion stuff, None of this was really looked into, right? It was all just taken at face value. Now, and then the additional hints of some sort of Russia collusion from outside the Steele report, they were also not vetted either. Now, don't forget, the FISA warrant has a time frame attached to it. It doesn't last forever. So perhaps, okay, and I'm going to say perhaps, you can give the FBI a pass when they got that first FISA warrant because you know, there's some truth to them being duped by the CIA into starting the investigation on Trump and the Trump campaign people. 
However, there's also evidence that as early as January 2017, the Steele dossier was thought to be a complete hoax, a complete fraud. So why does the January 2017 matter? Well, we'll, we'll get to this in a minute. But the Steele dossier was still being verified even though they had already had this first FISA warrant back in 2016. And even by 2017 of January, they had zero. Okay, so I didn't make a mistake. They had zero verification for any of the information in the Steele dossier. And this fraudulent document, and since by some FBI officials, including Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, that the CIA was, uh, wasn't telling them the whole truth, and it looks like the CIA was withholding certain information, and the CIA had information before they should have had it, and then certain information was getting leaked out to the media, probably by the CIA. Given all this going on at the time, they still went and renewed the FISA warrant. Now, this has already been fully documented and recorded by testimonies under oath, you know, looking at all these FBI text messages and emails. You had the email from... Peter Strzok, talking about how it didn't look like the CIA was telling the whole truth, and I went over that on a prior podcast. And so, I mean, yeah, there's no question about this. This has already been verified under oath from testimonies from people already. So this is a big point, and this will play out with the Bill Barr and John Durham report that people in the FBI at some point felt like the CIA was lying to them. And again, January 2017, you know, they had this zero verification of the Steele dossier contents, and they felt like the CIA was lying to them, and this went up through the highest officials to the FBI, and they still decided to continue the investigation and renewed the FISA warrant to spy on Trump and Trump campaign people another three times. This and other problems that I'll talk about later in the podcast, as well as the, the horrible vetting of the informants, the documents, the reports is why the FBI should not get a pass. They, in fact, did not do their job as written in their standard operating procedures, and they, they couldn't verify any of the Steele doc, dossier information, and they actually manufactured fake evidence for the FISA warrant. Right? They did this, and when they had exculpatory evidence available, they kept it hidden. All right, let's keep going, because there's really a lot to cover here. Now, for a FISA warrant to be okayed by a judge, you need two elements. Right, so they, like the, to write the spy on someone, the spy on a U.S. citizen, you have to have two things going on. Number one, you have to be acting on behalf of a foreign government, and number two, a federal crime has to have been allegedly committed. You need both of those elements to get the FISA warrant, and then you need all the supporting documentation and vetting and verification of all the sources to give to the judge to convince him that a warrant was truly justified. So, because George Papadopoulos or Carter Page may have been in contact with Russian individuals in the past, that does not meet the necessary criteria to get a FISA warrant. There has to have been a crime that allegedly occurred. You know, you need probable cause of a crime for this to be, you know, a legal uh, FISA warrant. Anybody can work for the interests of, for, of a foreign government as a U.S. citizen. We see this every day with people lobbying for foreign governments like Iran and Israel. This happens all the time. It's very common for foreign governments to pay U.S. citizens 
that have some sort of you know connection to them to go and lobby and speak with the you know people in Congress and try to get meetings at the White House. So yeah, acting on behalf of a foreign government is not in itself illegal and certainly does not justify getting a FISA warrant. This is normal. However, once there is suspicion that a crime has been committed, then you can go and ask for a FISA warrant. But you need evidence to support you. You need to vet all your sources and documentation, emails, texts, phone calls. The judge is going to want to see all that. All of the supporting documents have to be valid. Otherwise, anybody in these agencies can just make something up and use that as supporting evidence, right? It has to be verified. Makes sense. Problem is, with this process, with Carter Page, nothing was ever verified. So when you specifically look at the Carter Page situation, where the first FISA warrant was obtained, what we have learned so far was that the first attempt at getting a FISA warrant in August 2016 was turned down because there was not enough evidence to support getting a warrant, right? Because no crime had been committed. And then, guess what? A miracle happens, right? A miracle for the FBI. It took them almost two months to come up with some sort of fake source talking about a bribe, a fake crime, right? The FISA warrant was, of course, obtained falsely because no crime was committed, and the source behind the fake crime was never verified. The alleged crime that Carter Page had committed was that he was going to work on behalf of a Russian energy company and try to get sanctions lifted by Donald Trump and his administration and receive a bribe for doing that, a 19% stake in the company. This, of course, was completely untrue. And the source behind this information was never verified and was completely made up by FBI officials in order to get the warrant. In addition, Carter Page was known to have worked with the CIA before. So he was, in fact, a CIA asset in the past, and this was not only left out of the FISA warrant application, this bit of information was changed in the FISA warrant. It was changed from Carter Page had worked with the CIA in the past to Carter Page has not worked with the CIA. What? Wait, wait a minute here. Are you saying the FBI deliberately changed this information that Carter Page has worked with the CIA in the past several years to he has not worked with the CIA? Yes. Carter Page was acting as a patriot and working with the CIA against the Russians, but was set up by the FBI to make it look like he was working with the Russians against the U.S. Yes, this really happened. This was in the IG report. How messed up is that? You go out of your way, do your patriotic duty to try to help your government, and then your government turns around and stabs you in the back. I mean, that's some pretty messed up shit. Sounds like Carter Page has a, a pretty big lawsuit coming. Okay, so remember, to get that first FISA warrant, you got to get all your information together to support why you want to get the warrant, give it to the judge so you can make a determination, uh, including, you have to include information in that FISA warrant that does not support your case, such as when the FBI interviewed George Papadopoulos and George Papadopoulos stated that he had no knowledge of anyone in the Trump campaign working with anybody in the Russian government or Russian officials. That statement was specifically left out of the FISA warrant. And this dovetails perfectly into the whole issue with Stephen Halper. Halper is a CIA asset and made up information about Mike Flynn who was also targeted by the FBI. 
who was supposedly getting too close to a female Russian agent who also just happened to have supporting claims, right, Halper did, about Carter Page to help justify the FISA warrant. But Halper's information was never verified. The FBI just accepted it as truth. Another major problem we have was that the standard procedure when it comes to the U.S. detecting that, let's say, a foreign government like Russia is trying to infiltrate or influence someone in our government and you know, in a place of power, let's say the Trump campaign, you're supposed to go and give these people an intelligence briefing so that they could be warned that this was happening, that there's a risk of this. But this did not happen. The FBI instead decided to use this information, this fake collusion information about Russia, and decided to use that information to launch the investigation further into Trump and the Trump campaign, as opposed to what was supposed to happen, where you go and you warn them about it. Again, this is important. So when you detect a foreign entity is trying to infiltrate a U.S. government position or influence them somehow, you're supposed to go and warn them about it, not use that information to spy on them, which is what they did. This is a huge breach of procedure. Okay, so there's plenty of other stuff in this IG report to indicate that the FBI really screwed up in many different areas. And when exculpatory evidence was made out to them, and they had this evidence, they still went ahead and renewed the fires of warrant anyway. Legally, when this exculpatory evidence shows up and becomes available, you have to present that to the judge. The FBI did not do that. So obviously people have committed some illegal acts here, and hopefully they'll be held accountable. I don't know. We'll see. And this whole FISA warrant system and vetting of individuals and reports and other evidence, this whole process is probably going to have to be changed in order to prevent this from happening again. One of the other main problems with the IG report is that because Horowitz did not have access to the CIA or other intelligence data or overseas individuals, he concluded that there was not a political motive for the FISA warrant request. This is exactly why Bill Barr and John Durham issued a statement at the same time the IG report came out that they think this part of the IG report is wrong because they actually do have evidence of political motivation and because they're able to interview people in the Ukraine, people in the U.S. and Ukrainian embassies, and the CIA assets and CIA agents, John Durham can take this investigation wherever he sees fit. So hopefully we're going to get more of that in the next couple of months. And this is obviously, this is not up Michael Horowitz's avenue. This is not something he was allowed to do. Okay, another problem. It's pretty clear now that high-ranking officials in the Obama Justice Department had to have known what was going on in order for this to go forward. So people as high up as the Attorney General under Obama, so Loretta Lynch, and possibly Obama himself, had to know these things were happening, and they still let them happen anyway. And we'll have to see how more of that plays out with Bill Barr and John Durham. So obviously, this is some pretty nasty and crazy stuff. So I kind of have to summarize this information for you now. So number one, instead of giving the Trump campaign a defensive briefing that Russians might be trying to influence you, the FBI used the fake Russian information to go ahead and spy on the Trump campaign. Number two, despite not being able to verify any of the information in the Steele dossier, the FBI renewed the FISA warrant three times in 2017. But it gets worse. 
when they looked into the sources for the Steele dossier, the Christopher Steele sources, right, they stated that they had made up some of the information or they just surmised it. It had nothing to back up their claims. Number three, despite having the feeling that CIA was lying to the FBI about some of the Russian collusion information, again, the FBI renewed the FISA warrant three times. Number four, despite having exculpatory evidence of no Russian collusion with the uh, Trump campaign, the FBI hid this information from the FISA court judge and still went ahead and renewed the FISA warrants three times. Number five, despite the fact that Carter Page worked for the CIA in a patriotic manner against the Russians, people in the FBI falsified and changed this information to make it look like Carter Page never worked with the CIA and was instead under suspicion of taking a bribe from Russians and possibly committing a crime. So yes, he was stabbed in the back by his own government, and it was this fake crime, which never happened, that was used to get the FISA warrant in the first place. I mean, can you believe all this? Why would anyone ever want to help their government ever again if you go out of your way to help them out, and at some point down the road, they turn around and use it against you and stab you in the back with it? Number six, the FBI violated all their standard operating procedures when it came to verifying informants and pieces of information in the FISA warrant. Okay, those are the so-called Woods procedures. And I don't know how many instances I think they screwed up on. It was, I think it was like over 50. So I'm not sure what you think of all this, but keep in mind this is just the IG report. The Barr and Durham investigation is going to be much worse for the FBI, and more than likely lead to indictments against people in the FBI as well as people in the CIA like John Brennan and possibly even people in the Obama Justice Department. This whole Russia collusion hoax, Spygate hoax thing is probably the worst political scandal in United States history. It's truly unbelievable. And I know I've said this before, it's it basically almost right out of a Tom Clancy spy novel. I mean, you just can't make this shit up. And here's the biggest kick in the balls for every American out there. You guys are paying for all this. All your tax dollars are paying to have all this FBI malfeasance, the CIA and the FBI lies, and all the fake information manufactured you know, by the Trump haters just to launch the spy operation, and then the investigation into the Trump team, which went on for about three years, none of which ever happened. So you paid for all this going on in the background to start the investigation, and then you paid to investigate all this under the Mueller report. And that was, I think, like $35 million or something like that. And now, now you're paying for people in Congress to impeach Trump over something that never happened when he asked the current president of Ukraine to go back and look into some of the fake stuff that started in 2016, which seemed to come out of his country, at least partially, does this make you want to rethink how much you're taxed by your government? Well, that will do it for today. Thank you all for listening to the Liberty on Fire podcast. Please do me two favors. Number one is to share the show. Remember that we want to continue to advance the message of individual liberty, and sharing and growing the show is one of the best ways to do that. The second favor is to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. A five-star rating is much appreciated. Also, please check out our 
website, libertyonfire.org. Thank you very much. And until next time, let's keep those fires of liberty burning bright. Thank you.